Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to High Vibe in It. Welcome back to me. I'm so happy to be back. I missed you all last week. <laughs> this is your homegirl, Kelsey here. Welcome back to Lindsay, who was here hosting so graciously all by herself. I'm so proud. She killed it. Knocked it out of the park. Well, it happened. We'll just say that. It did happen. That <laughs> it happened that great. So yeah, on that topic, today we thought it would be really helpful for everyone if we just had an open and honest conversation about vulnerability, because this is the topic that we're exploring today, um, because I think we all know on some level that when we refuse to be vulnerable, we're missing out on certain opportunities for certain things that we might want. And also it's hard and uncomfortable. So we're just gonna put it out there and talk about it. And hopefully this helps you all tap into your vulnerability, know that it's safe in safe instances to be vulnerable. I'm not gonna say it's always safe because I don't think it is always safe. Um, but yeah, before we started this call, Lindsay was just like talking to me about where she's at with it. And we just were like, we should make this into today's episode. So yeah. But before we dive into that, I do want to say on our Patreon, we are hosting a little Zoom get together where we can answer your guys' questions. We're going to have a little Zoom hangout party. Um in the evening on December 7th. So if you're in the Patreon, this will be for anyone who's in the 555 tier or up. And if you're like, what is the Patreon? I don't even know what that is, but you guys always talk about it. It's where you can go become a patron of the show, donate a little bit of change every month to support the show. And in return, we give you cool bonuses like these hangouts. If you're on the top tier, you get free stuff for me and Lindsay. Even if you're just on the bottom tier, which is 333 a month, you get extended episodes, ad-free episodes, but I still give you the coupon codes, best of both worlds. And um, yeah, we always create like extra content each week for you guys on there. So you can watch the video episodes instead of just listening. And it's a great way for you guys to support the show. So if you love the show, you can go to patreon.com slash high vibe. And December 7th, we're going to be doing a special Zoom meeting for our 555 and up patrons. So thanks for supporting the show. We love you guys. Lindsay, Tell us your yes. problem. Let's work. Can through I it. help you? Can I help you, Kelsey? What do you need? So before the before we got on the before we hit record, really a little bit, uh, I was telling Kelsey how I'm doing this um, program. I guess I'm doing this program. Yeah, coaching thing. That I, you know, I first of all feel like even as a coach or as a mentor facilitator you should always be looking for things to grow and she's participating in it as a participant I mean, she's yes, not leading I'm not, it let I'm me not clarify running it, no yeah um no yeah so I am participating in this in this uh expansion group and I I joined it to kind of get to the next level of my business and <laughs> little did I know <laughs> that part of that process would be really kind of uh how do I say being vulnerable but really for me um, being okay with, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think that's my problem. I don't know what it's asking of me because what I was saying before the call is, look, I've tended to look at my masculine side, my warrior side, my survivor side, uh, as a badge of honor. I, I earned that. Okay. <laughs> and you can't take it from me. And what I feel like a lot of these spaces is encouraging, me to do. And I, and I, again, I know that perception is off and that's what I'm working on is to kind of look at that part of me as 
no longer needed and to take off what I call my armor, take it off. And, and maybe almost like it's a bad thing. Now, I definitely don't feel like it's a bad thing, but I also don't know if I want to need it anymore. Cause you know, we're not, is it, there's that saying of like, well, you know, you don't need it. It's just outdated. It's just whatever. And, and I don't know that I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because if I yeah. get rid of it, right. Or if I'm okay with just kind of owning more of the vulnerable side, I have this deep fear that, okay, well, that's when something's going to happen. <laughs> that's when right. something's going to go wrong. And it's just, it's, it's interesting to navigate at this point because it really drives the idea home that you're just, you're never done figuring stuff out about yourself. <laughs> you're really never done. And as much as we say it on the show, a little part of us always like wants to be done, at least for me. Like, I, I would love that. Can I be done? Can or at least done, done for like a while. Like, can be I be done for, done for now and just have like a break? Thank you. <laughs> just for now. Yeah. And and so it's 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 been interesting to navigate. I found I found myself reacting in ways I didn't expect. So there was a vulnerability practice and I, my initial reaction was to burst into angry tears because I didn't want to do, and I knew immediately what it was. Like, that's the thing about being a facilitator. You know what it is, but it doesn't stop it from happening all the time. You just, right. you just know, you just know what it is. So I was just like, what, am, what's going on here? Why do I want to throw my computer out the window? <laughs> why, why am I reacting this way? So it's, it's, it's gotten better in the last couple of days, just because I was able to vent it out to my husband and talk to him about it. And he was able to kind of bring me back to what I already know, you know, it's just nice to bounce it off of somebody. And so it's been easier, but it's, it's, I know it's just the beginning. I'm like week two into the seven week thing. And I'm like, crap, what's going to happen now? But I also know, oh, and this is what I was going to tell you before we started um, the intro to the show is I was writing down the worst thoughts that I had and you know worst is subjective but the most um honest brutally honest thoughts I had like I don't have time for this I'm super bored this is annoying you know all the things that I needed to honor and to feel and on the bottom of it I asked myself after all of this and it was like it was way more than I thought I was just writing down all kinds of stuff, all the resistance, the, all the stuff, right? All the resistance. <laughs> and at the bottom, when I felt like I got it all out, <clears throat> oh, I need to, I need to say this. One of the bottom ones was, I feel like if I embrace vulnerability, I'm abandoning my warrior, my survivor, my resilience. Though mm. mm. so that, that was the root of it. And then at the very bottom of the page, I was like, okay, what would my future self who's gone through this and come out the other side? What would she want me to know right now? And I think that's a very important question for everybody to ask themselves when they're going through a rough spot, right? So I did it for myself and I asked myself the question and immediately came up was, it's all going to be fine. You'll thank me later. Trust, period. And (laughs) you are strong enough for this. So it's interesting that that's what came out because I like to think of myself as a very strong person. But when it comes to abandoning my strength or what it feels like, I guess, abandoning my strength or uh, embracing more of the softer side that I feel like I'm not strong enough for, which is super ironic. And I get the irony for sure, (laughs) but it's just very interesting. Like you are strong enough to let go of your strength for a minute. 
And I mm. think that is a very important piece that maybe a lot of people need to hear because I sure as hell did. <laughs> Dude, this is so good. Let me just slow it down, take a pause and rewind, and then we'll dive into all this. So one, I want to say that I'm so excited for you and proud of you right now because you're already being vulnerable right now by sharing your personal problems on the show. And I'm not going to lie to you, Kels, when I'm saying these things, I'm like, maybe we should edit this out. <laughs> yes. No, I know. I know how you are because but I'm one of your best I know friends. We shouldn't. But like, I'm just really excited because at least the way I look at it when I'm vulnerable in front of people and sometimes I might overshare or whatever the fuck. I just think like, well, I know this is going to like help somebody like someone right. out there is like me. So if it's really my intention to help people, like I just need to get over my own self and how I might look and how I might seem and how I might sound and just like do it for the people, you know? So I make it like about the people. But um, so one, I just want to give you props and cred for being vulnerable right now because you're already giving yourself your own medicine that you're asking for. So let's And how often has this ever happened? Never. (laughs) Never. So to me, like it's it's really easy to to say like, oh, this isn't going to work and blah, 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 blah. And this is just a waste of time and I'm going to feel worse. But in those moments- that I noticed myself and I was saying things, you know, me and my husband were having a discussion and I, I knew in the moment I was having like an out of body experience. I'm like, I'm saying things to him that I never would have known how to say, or even given myself permission to express before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh, interesting. And it's so funny because that's exactly what I tell my hypnosis clients, my hypnotherapy clients, like, you're probably not going to notice that it's working until you get yourself doing things a little bit differently. And then you're going to be like, oh, that's that's interesting. So anyway, I just, it's one of the, another one of those moments right now where I'm like, you know, I've, I'm actually saying things I never would have said before and it doesn't feel like I'm dying. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's like the horrible. thing, right? We have to prove to ourselves that we won't die. Cause there's like a part of us that's <laughs> right. like, if I allow myself to be vulnerable, I'm going to die. If I feel this anger, I'm going to die. If I feel this sadness, I'm going to die. But if you can, yeah allow yourself to feel it. And it doesn't have to be for very long. It can be for a few moments, a few minutes. You realize, oh, I didn't die. This is great. I really thought I was going to die and I didn't die. And then that's how you learn in your body that it's safe because you have to like prove it to yourself, right? So that's the whole thing. You can't really expect yourself to believe like, oh, vulnerability is safe when you haven't actually experienced that. Because like what the audience doesn't understand about you because they're not your best friend, they don't know you like I do and I'm not gonna overshare, but you can elaborate more if you want is like Lindsay's childhood was really hard, guys. So she had to harden up, get it together, be in her masculine, be a leader, take care of herself and others. So it makes sense why you would become very attached to your masculine just um, side you know, we all have both Mm -hmm. sides, but it makes sense that you would really value that because it like literally kept you safe and kept you alive. So of course, that's going to be your automatic default. This is the way that I survive. This is the way that I operate. It makes sense given your story and your circumstances, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And this is okay. People around me my whole life, especially friends, once I opened up would say almost every time they'd be like, how are you normal though? <laughs> like, how are you even functioning right now? And I think that that's also the thing I kind of took in is like, oh, wow. Yeah, I am a survivor. Wow. I am. And it, so it just boosted that part even more. Whereas now I don't know 
I truly don't know if I will ever be like prepared to let that go because I Mm -hmm. have learned that something bad's going to happen the second you put your guard down and it hasn't, thank goodness in my adult life, I've had a pretty easy adult life. And I think a lot of that has to do with me deciding that I'm not having it any other way. (laughs) Like I have no time for anything else, but, but there's still that, like that little thing, there's still that little thing. And I know a lot of people can relate to this. And that is the survivor's like baggage. That's one of the biggest pieces of luggage is that resistance to letting the luggage go (laughs) and letting that, that part of us rest and breathe. Yeah. I mean, letting go is hard for everyone because if we really felt that we were better off without it, we would have already let it go, but we don't let things go because we feel like we're going to be worse without it. Right. We're going to be worse without that memory. We're going to be worse without that horrible thought of what happened because then it will happen again. Or we're going to be worse if we let our guard down because then something bad will happen. And that's just like anxious speculation. It's not like the truth of the situation, which obviously we both know, but that doesn't make it any easier to like work through that belief because it really does take like proving it to yourself in order to kind of start shifting that, which I feel like comes with time and experience. So I don't think you need to be so hard on yourself to like not believe that anymore right now, you know, like change my story right in this instant. Like this is what you've been carrying for a long time. It's not just going to change in like five seconds. You know, it might take time to start morphing it and changing it and evolving the story. And like, I think that's okay. How funny is it though? The audience doesn't know this, but after the last episode of the, uh, of Walla, the Walla, the color therapist, she was like, yeah, Lindsay, so your challenge is vulnerability. I was like, you have no idea, girl. And then Kelsey (laughs) texted me and she's like, you know, it would be really interesting for you to practice that by getting more vulnerable. And I was like, girl, you have no idea. (laughs) Because at the time I was still doing this, this thing. And so I just, I think I responded like, a thumbs up or lol but I was like we'll talk girl we'll talk I was like she's probably so annoyed with me right now but I was just trying to no 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 it was because like if only you knew that I was actually like I I took the first step to doing it and I knew you know of course you I I knew what I was getting into but I didn't know what I was getting into yeah and it's really not the average person would would look at these things these practices and be like what's so bad about this but for me, it's, it is hard and it yeah. is hard and it is hard. And I know for a fact that my higher self brought me to it. I know that mm-hmm. it feels very aligned, but this is what they talk about when they say it's going to be hard and hold yeah. it is. And also when this I might- say that to clients, <laughs> like it's going to be hard, but I don't want to do it. Right. <laughs> I just want to help other people do it. And also exactly right. It's like, we can only take our clients so far until we like actually do it too. And then we can take them way further. So like, Oh, if I can do that yesterday, yeah, (laughs) I can help you through it. Like, like, look, when I, you know, getting to the point where I'm at, I, I could never have done it by just doing right. Right. I had to do the work as well. However, the work that I have done up to this point obviously has only gotten me to this point. And so to get to the next step, there's a lot more that I'm uncovering. And again, it doesn't stop. I'm going to be 37 next year and it's not, there's no, no end in sight. Okay. But it's all good stuff. And, and I know, you know, 
listening to my higher self, the one that's already gone through this, you'll thank me later has stuck in my head since I wrote it down and I can't stop thinking about it now. Like every time I feel like, Ugh, it's like, it's okay. You'll thank me later. Mm-hmm. And if we knew that our higher selves, our future selves would thank us later, it would make a lot more things easier, I think. If you guys haven't heard about HelloFresh by now, they send you fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, which is why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh's family-friendly menu is a big win for back-to-school season with easy, delicious recipes for drama-free dinners. And HelloFresh is over 30% cheaper than shopping at grocery stores with pre-portioned ingredients that ensure you won't spend money on excess food that ends up going in the trash because we don't like being wasteful. So that's super awesome. This weekend, we just made a delicious chicken pasta dish that the kids loved. And that's a really big win in my house because my kids don't actually like anything I cook. So this is a good thing. Yeah, um, my sister and I, I actually went to visit my sister this weekend and I brought some of the meals because I wasn't going to be able to finish them all by myself because my boyfriend went out of town, long story short. And we had so much fun cooking together and HelloFresh makes it really easy. Like they give you a card that says like the order to do the recipe in, where to spend your time, how to prep everything. So it's fast. Like I feel like where I get hung up with cooking is I don't know the most efficient way to like clean up and work as I go and yada, yada. And it takes forever. And and I'm like starving by the time I even eat. So HelloFresh makes it easy. And one of the things that I love about it too, is it gives you ideas for cooking. Like they break it down super simple and then you get inspired and you're like, Ooh, maybe I can try this next time or this next time. And there's so much variety and fun stuff to play with. So even if you don't love cooking like me, I still think HelloFresh is fun. So you should definitely go check it out. Go to hellofresh.com slash vibin14 and use code vibin14 to pick up 14 free meals, including free shipping. That's a crazy deal, you guys. So go to hellofresh.com slash vibin14 and use the code vibin14 for up to 14 free meals. Yeah, for sure. And I think, and you can correct me if you feel like this is not an accurate assessment, but I feel like there also could be a blind spot here that's complicating things of like, your motto, which I love about like letting it be easy and it can be (laughs) easy. I feel like that might be working against you a little bit in this scenario because it might make you feel like if it's hard, then it's bad. Yeah. And and that has also stuck in my head too, because I also realized about myself. um, One of the questions that the facilitator asked in the group was, uh, what is, what is a belief that you have about you know, your business or about your life. And the first thing that came up for me was if it's easy, it's not sustainable. Mm. Or it it was really just like, it has to be hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if it is, if it isn't hard, if it's easy, if it feels easy, then it's probably not going to last very long. That's what came up for me. Interesting because one of my favorites feels so good for me to say is let it be easy. Mm -hmm. On my vision board, it says, the easier it feels, the more success I have. But I, I agree with you. I think that when those things come up and those beliefs happen, immediately me going to that saying, it's not a coincidence. It, it might be actually 
doing me a disservice. But well, bro, I, think, I don't want it to be hard. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Not every like mantra and every affirmation and every belief is meant to serve you like in every single moment. Forever. Time. Yeah. Like a lot right. of them have helpful seasons or moments, like just yeah. because for this one instance where you're trying to get vulnerable and that's hard, maybe ease is not like the path or maybe that shouldn't be like the only thing that's valued, but that doesn't mean like for other things that doesn't still yeah. apply, you know? It's just so hard with life because we try to make it so like black and white and this is always rule and this is the never rule, but it's just not like that, you know? And certain- yeah. Certain mantras and affirmations and beliefs really help us get to that next level. And then maybe it's time for a new one, or maybe that one shifts, or maybe mm-hmm. it only implies sometimes. So it's like, I feel like you just got to give yourself the space and the grace to just be like, okay, I still like that. And that feels good, but maybe it doesn't apply. It isn't so beneficial and helpful in this one area of my life where it actually is hard. And maybe it's okay for me to allow things to be hard sometimes because I haven't really tried that in this way so maybe I'll get to a new result and and that's that's interesting because I feel like all the hard that's happened to me is things that I had no control over so it makes sense that I'm gonna be a control like uh, a control enthusiast and I'm gonna encourage everything to be easy because that's that's what I choose based on mm-hmm. how I how I experienced life in the past I told my husband also that I 2022, which is happening really quickly, by the way, mm-hmm. it's going to be a very introspective, uh, transformative. Year. It's going to be a pivot year for me, I think. And I don't know what that means, but I don't think that it's a coincidence because as I'm doing this work and as I'm, you know, f- going through these, these calls and these weeks and this, this, these practices and getting angry tears, as all of this is happening at the same time, I also am in my hibernation season. This is the season this is the time of year where I'm like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to work. I love my clients. Of course, I love to see them. And I, I will keep doing that um, until the end of the year. But administration stuff, like balancing my books and oh my God, like I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything, Kelsey, when I tell you that I mean it. And at the same time, I don't have that option because I still have to go make dinner. I still have to do the laundry. I still have to get school schedules and go to events. There were so many Halloween events. And that was another thing I wrote down. Maybe people can relate to this. I don't have the time to focus on myself. That was one of the beliefs that came up. I really do feel that way. I mm-hmm. don't have time. Mm-hmm. And I said that to my husband. I was like, I just want to go back to my old self, which means with my kids and everything going on in the house, I feel like I have to be at a certain level of anxiety to be ready for anything. Mm-hmm. And when they get older, I feel like in my, I don't know, maybe people with older kids will tell me I'm completely wrong. Cause I feel like that's true. I'm probably wrong that I'll be able to relax a little more and get back to like my carefree self that I was in like my mid twenties, early twenties, even teenage years, because I won't have all the things to worry. I won't have to worry if they're drawing on the couch. I won't have to worry if they freaking, you know, come home with COVID from school. I mean, maybe I will, who knows? Now we're going to get censored because I said it. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. But we're not even talking about that today. We're Moving not on. even talking about it. But like things that you only worry about with little kids. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've how much of this is just how I've learned to operate? Right. It's a good question. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing I'm working on. 
I don't know. <laughs> right. And I don't have kids. So I can only imagine like how much more anxious that would make an anxious person already. I actually think about that sometimes. I'm like, oh, geez, I better chill out before I have kids. I'm sure it's going to exacerbate whatever anxiety I have going on. But oh, at the same work. time, like there has to be a way to have some relaxation and have this life, you know, because it's not sustainable yeah. to believe like, oh, once they're older, then I'll be less relaxed. And then like, you know, just make it like an end then thing, because probably when they're teenagers, you're going to be worried about them getting someone pregnant or doing drugs or being out too late at the party. Like there's just going to be new worries. Or- yeah. Or you driving know? a car without me. Are you? Yes, exactly. Me right now. And you're worried about the I, couch getting drawn on. Like that's going to be some next level. Right. So <laughs> I think I that, feel- that belief is probably not that accurate, but right. there must be a way where you can find Listen. some sense of self and some sense of relaxation now. And it doesn't have to be like a later thing. A girl can dream, right? A girl can dream. But anybody who has older kids, I really feel for you because I know there's a whole other Pandora's box of stuff to like freak out about if you if you let yourself freak out about it. Now, my my parents weren't really that involved in general. So I don't know. I don't have anything to model. Um, but I do know that like I I want my kids to be their own people and I want them to make their own choices. And it's my job now to make sure that they're equipped with the right tools to be able to do that when they're older. Um, But that's part of it. I'm so focused on them, right? Because you have to be, and Mm -hmm. and I get to be, thank goodness I get to be like, they're great. They're wonderful humans Um, that, that I feel like, well, you know, I'll get to me later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll figure it out later. Um, coming up to my office is one of the few times that I, that I know nobody's going to come in here. This is my time. I'm, you know, I'm, they know I'm working, so they don't bother me, but that's the thing. I'm either with them being mom or I'm in here working, doing, you know, pushing the the needle forward and doing all the, the, the machinery that needs to happen to keep this business running. And it's great nine times, nine months out of 12. But when you hit October, I'm like, ah, and I just, it's, it, it, they both ha- happen to be happening at the same time. I'm supposed to be growing and evolving and doing all this inner work. At the same time, I am very, very not motivated to do much of anything. Mm-hmm. So it's also that that I'm fighting with. And I know we, who, I can't remember who the guest was, Kels, that we had on that said every business, every human has like a, they have seasons, right? Like everything does. And right now I'm very, very sure that I'm in my, mm-hmm. <laughs> my hibernation season. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's a lot, but it's not the worst. You know, there are worse things happening. And I and I don't want to quantify it in that way because I know that's not a good thing to do either. But when I remind myself that my worst day is really not that bad nowadays, it does help to know mm-hmm. that, to know that, you know. It's good to have those self-soothing reminders, I think. Um, but I want to bring it back to the vulnerability aspect because I think a lot of people no. will relate to, will relate to this struggle and like um, I'll, I'll share an example so you don't feel so alone. Like at my retreat, we were doing parts work and I was guiding everyone through like how to interview each other's parts and stuff so we could get down in the nitty gritty and explore these different areas. And like, for example, if you don't like a part of you, like, oh, I don't like my anxiety or I don't like my hypermasculinity or whatever, we can interview it and get to know it better. And then you love it by understanding it. So 
anyway, I was like, okay, I'm going to demonstrate and someone can interview one of my parts. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to share like such an embarrassing part of myself, which was this part of me that literally like thinks she's better than everyone at everything. And I like, as a whole, I don't actually believe that. I know there are other people that are better at me at a lot of things, especially things I've never tried. Let's not, let's not ignore. Also, you probably also have a part that thinks that everyone else is better than you already. Right. There's always like an opposite part. Right. So anyway, so I was like, okay, you guys don't make fun of me. Like, don't judge me. This is a very like vulnerable thing that I'm going to share in front of you all. And so I, I got into the aspect. I was channeling the part in front of everybody and it was fine. Nobody made fun of me. Everyone was like, oh, I think I have a part like that too. Or I have an opposite or equal part. And it just like helps the whole group to be really elevated and seen and heard and understood. And all I felt, I didn't even feel really that embarrassed by the time it was over. I just felt like understood more. Yeah. And that's like the irony about this whole vulnerability thing is like, we think, oh, if I'm vulnerable, I'm going to die. I'm going to get ostracized. I'm going to get judged. But like in the right context with the right people, it will actually lead you to the deepest connection that you've been yearning for and longing for. It will actually allow the space to be open for your true authentic self to be received, heard, seen, acknowledged, understood. So it's like, there's so many gorgeous, beautiful things that we all need and want on the other side of vulnerability, but it's just building the tolerance to be uncomfortable with it. And this is a theme for today because right before we started recording this episode, I had um, a client call, a coaching call with one of my clients and her whole thing was same. She was like, oh, I feel like I always have to be on guard, like in this anxious mode. And I just questioned like, well, imagine if you didn't. Like, imagine if, if you knew for a fact, just pretend, play pretend that everything was just going to work itself out and you didn't have to effort so hard and you didn't have to predetermine and guess everything and prepare for everything. Then how would you feel? And she just like tried it on in her body, like an outfit, like, okay, I'm going to try on the scenario. And that girl got so relaxed. I've never seen her that relaxed in all the like year that we've been working together. And sometimes it just takes asking those questions, like, what would it be like if it was safe for me to like feel how I want to feel? Like, what if it was safe for you to be vulnerable? That would just blow your mind. I feel like it is. In the best well, way. Here's, here's the thing too. And I noticed this also. I see my perception of people in general who are okay being vulnerable. Like, I don't know that I want to be that. Well, well what, like, do you, what do you feel that it like, is? Define like, that. That would be um, always serious, always like talking from the heart. Like I don't always want to talk from my heart. Sometimes mm-hmm. I want to be, I want to be humorous and funny yeah. and I want to be a dork and I want to be yeah. nerdy. And I love that part of myself too. And I don't want to, I don't want to be like, who's I'm thinking of? There's like an archetype that I'm thinking of that is just like, maybe, maybe like, <laughs> maybe like one of those, oh, I know who it is. Tiger King. Who's that chick? Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Yes. (laughs) I feel like if I'm super vulnerable, then I'll have to just change. And I don't want to do that. So I I think the hardest thing for me is I can't, 
I know, I know. This is this is look. I'm just <laughs> not saying. to make fun of your inner struggles, but this I'm not is amusing me a lot because you said Carol Baskin was how you feel you're gonna turn into <laughs> because she's wearing like the flower, maybe not her particularly, but she's right, wearing right. the flower crown. She's got the flowy clothes. She's always talking like super weird, and <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. I I want to be able to still be. I don't know how to still be me. Is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Well, I don't that's know how to just because you haven't done it yet. I know, I know, I know, I know. You're and, being and so I, hard on yourself. Like, I need to know how to be perfect at being vulnerable. Like, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. You know, but but I think if I if I knew, if I knew mm-hmm. that I could keep my essence and mm-hmm. still feel safe mm-hmm. being more, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, then I'd be then I'd be it would feel easier. But I, I yeah. do feel like every time someone asks me to like get up and move my hips in front of a zoom call. I'm just like, that's not me. And I don't know if it ever will be. And I really am okay with that. Yeah. I, I like, amen. Amen. <laughs> what I was saying too, before we started recording is like, I feel like that's fine. Like, I don't think you have to prove your vulnerability in certain specific ways to certain people. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. there are ways for you where it's more natural to be vulnerable, to let your guard down. And maybe that's not the one because that feels silly or stupid or inauthentic. I'm, really, I'm realizing now that the way I just described it, I'm not a cam girl. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, it's not what this is. No, this was, was about, part of the group was, program. No, they asked everyone about, to connect with their body and yeah. dance and blah, blah, blah. Connect and with your was body. Like, Fuck and that. Just, <laughs> but the thing is, she didn't even say like, move your, move your hips. She said, move in a way that feels good to you. And I just mm. was like, nope, I don't want to do any of it. I don't want to move <laughs> at all. Because it doesn't feel good to me because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, I don't even know how to describe it, but it is in, in essence, it's just being vulnerable. Everyone else was okay with it. But me, I really feel like I was the only one on that call that was like resistant. And there are people in the Facebook group for this group, like caring about themselves. And I'm like, am I really the only one that's not doing any of this? And it feels very isolating. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what is it? Like, what, what is this? Like, am I the worst one in this group? Like, that's truly how it feels. (laughs) Like, am I the only one? And I know I can't be, I, of course I can't be the only one, but it really does feel that way. It does. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know what to do about it. Cause I don't know if I'm ever going to be that person either. Yeah. Well, I I don't want people to know. (laughs) Yeah. I respect that feeling. And I definitely think you don't need to be so hard on yourself, but I think that you're being hard on yourself because you really want to be vulnerable right now. <laughs> and this part of you that's Dang like, it. oh, my <gasps> new mission in life, my new personal development challenge is like be vulnerable. So now you're just like demanding it like right away. Like, oh, I got to get I'm it right. I got to do energy. it fast. Yes, you're applying your masculine energy even to this. It's a sneaky little bitch. We have sneaky little mm-hmm. bitches inside all the time. We are so yep. sneaky. That's why That's why I still work with a practitioner and they'll still point things out to me. And I'm like, damn, she is sneaky little bitch. I did not know that was still happening. I did not know I was still playing that game with uh. myself. And like, it might look a little different. It might feel a little different, but it's always the same. So it's just more of the same, yeah. which is understandable which is fine. And like, why do you have to master your vulnerability in like a day? 
because I ain't got time to waste on it. That's why I know that's why it's like, if I don't figure this out, then I've just wasted a bunch of time and I don't have time. I don't have time. I got to figure this out. I got to do it now. Mm -hmm. And every time it feels hard, I say, just do it, just do it, just do it. Yeah. And to me, that is also very masculine. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. allowing anything. I'm just forcing my way through it, which is probably why it feels so shitty. It's probably why it feels so hard. How about try on? Okay. So when you say I don't have time, how does it feel in your body? Describe the feeling to us. Anxiety ball, right? Mm -hmm. About in my solar plexus. And I have it all the time, basically, Mm -hmm. pretty much. Mm -hmm. Unless unless I'm doing hypnosis. That's the pretty much the only time I'm relaxed is when I'm actually facilitating hypnosis. Um, which is why I know it's my happy place. It really is. That's my that's the the best place for me to be. But outside of these walls, I'm just anxious. Aren't we all? Right? (laughs) What what is there not to be anxious about, especially now, right? Like, can we just have a moment of silence for everything to be anxious about. I think we need that <laughs> moment of silence for right? the anxiety. Honestly, you're not, you're not the only one. We all struggle with this. And I think everyone struggles with anxiety, especially in these anxious times where there's lots of uncertainty. We're not getting the connection that we need. All the media is like, everything's bad. End of the world. You're going to die. If you leave your be house, afraid. blah, blah, blah. Be afraid. You know, like we're really buying the narrative which is understandable because we're just trying to like self-preserve. So we're going to be like, okay, if I believe that and that's going to lead to me living, then I'll do it. But that doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean we need to feel so anxious. And we don't have to feel alone for feeling anxious and feeling like we got issues. Like you feeling like, oh, I'm probably the only person in this thing that's not doing it or not participating. I'm sure a lot of other people feel like that. And like, I think one of the most healing things that I realized last week when we were in Mexico at the retreat is like with all my one-on-ones with all the girls, they were like, I have so much anxiety. And I was like, girl, me too. And then I was like, everyone who has anxiety raised their hands. And it was like everyone in the whole group. And we just felt so much better knowing like we weren't the only ones. Like we're all struggling with this. We're all playing this game. We're all trying to figure it out, you know? And vulnerability is like a big helpful tool in that. But I think too, like if parts of you are not ready, like they'll be ready when they're ready. I think some parts of you are trying to bulldoze the parts that aren't ready by just like, do it now, be ready. And like, I get why you would do that because you want to get there now because then you feel like if you get there now, then that would be good because like if you were perfect in your vulnerability and you could like flip a switch and be like, I'm vulnerable Lindsay now, then that would be good because why? I will announce it that way when it happens, (laughs) but it would be good because I feel like everything would just feel easier. And I think Mm -hmm. that's my biggest goal is I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to work so hard. I've been working hard Mm -hmm. my entire life and I don't want to. And I know that it's not, it's not a have to thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a, what is it called? It's not set in stone. It's not something I have mm-hmm. to do, but I'm doing it because I yeah. don't know any other way at this right. point. Yeah. Cause your strategy and your belief up until this point is if I work really hard, then eventually that'll get me to the place where I can relax.
Has anyone else had that issue where they are passionate about health and nutrition, but it seems like all the protein powders out there are either toxic or full of weird ingredients, or they come in this huge tub that's like a lifetime supply of chocolate, and you're like, I don't want to eat chocolate flavored things every day. (laughs) If you've had any of these above problems, I'm very excited to introduce you to one of our new sponsors, Gainful. This S-H-I-T is the bomb. I've been using their plant-based protein powder now, which has literally only like five ingredients. Gainful is cool because they have you take a five-minute quiz that helps them to consider your dietary needs, your goals, and unique physiology to personalize your formula, which is really cool. So I did the quiz. It's super easy. And then they sent me a couple different things to try. And everything's awesome. And my favorite thing about the protein powder is it comes unflavored with all these separate flavor packets. So you don't have to be married to one flavor for the rest of your life and get bored. Or you can put protein powder in things where you don't necessarily want it to have flavor, like your smoothies or acai bowls. So I'm definitely loving this product. They also Deliver your supplements with no shipping charge every month, and you can cancel anytime. Every Gainful customer gets complimentary one-on-one access to their own registered dietitian available anytime to answer your questions. And Gainful's rigorous quality control process ensures that your supplements only have clean ingredients you can pronounce, like I said, along with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. So this is basically the most high quality, clean, nutritious protein powder. And they also make this super bomb, uh, what's it called? Pre-workout that I've been using. And man, that stuff will get you fired up in the best way. My workouts have been way more awesome since I started using that pre-workout. And I should mention that my boyfriend who used to play in the NFL, he's tried all the pre-workouts and he said that this one from Gainful is his favorite. So you guys definitely need to check this out. And for high vibrant listeners, you get $20 off your personalized supplements, which is awesome. So go to gainful.com slash vibin. That's gainful.com slash vibin for 20% off gainful personalized nutrition made for your tastes. So the ironic part is that you're making it harder thinking that that's going to lead you to relaxation. I know. You know? I know. It really is almost like a curse to be a a facilitator when you're struggling with these things because it's one thing to not know and have somebody illuminate it with you and you'd be like, oh my gosh, yes, that's right. That's so good. But like, I know as it's happening, I know this train is going off the tracks as it's happening. (laughs) But it's just like, I mean, that's, that's a horrible metaphor, but, but it's, it, it really doesn't, I, I don't, I don't know the, um, oh, I don't have a remedy that works all the time. I have a lot of things that work some of the time. And I think that's mm-hmm. the key with a lot of, I just want one thing that's going to work all the time. And I know that doesn't exist because how I'm feeling is going to, um, affect what I'm going to at that time to, to help me. And that's a very important thing for people to understand is like, there's not really one fix. It's just whatever feels good at that time. And that's the hardest thing because I like, I like, uh, I like one and done things. <laughs> I like it to be, I like it to be easy. What can I say? <laughs> Anywhere I can get it. Which I isn't do wrong. Stuff. 
I mean, I don't think any of your ways up until this point are wrong. I just think, you know, some of them aren't working at all times, like how you want them to, which is fine. Just means time to try a new way, time to try a new approach. You know, it really always works though. I'm going to say it, I say it a lot is I just go outside and sit in the sun and I don't care what's going on. I don't care what's happening. If I go outside and sit in the sun, I'm like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. It's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> I feel yeah. better about it. it gives you some to perspective. Things- totally. And I, I got this from a, a friend of mine who, who uh, visualizes whenever she goes out and puts her face in the sun, she visualizes divine downloads coming through the rays of the sun and just like soaking into her skin. And I, and so when I do that as well, I'm like, okay, I'm reconnected. Got it. That feels good. Um, but you know, I'm not always in a position to be outside. Some, most of the time I am, but sometimes it's cloudy. What do I do when it's cloudy? My goodness. God lose forbid. It. We lose it. I lose it when it's cloudy sometimes. I'm like, fuck, I need just, the sunshine. We just lose it. We really do need the sun. We really do. If you guys haven't been outside today, find some time to go outside. And if you can and do yourself a favor, because it really is the closest thing to magic that we have. Um, what was the question, Kels? Did you I don't it? remember. We were just talking about vulnerability and I was just noticing how you're being super hard on yourself about it and how you just don't need to do that anymore. But I know why you think you need to do that because you think if you do that, then you'll feel relaxed. But does it feel relaxed? No, it doesn't feel relaxed. <laughs> When I, um, this is, this hopefully will maybe someone can relate to this as well. I do everything. If, if I'm reading directions, right. I make sure those directions are exact. If I am brushing my teeth, I had to buy one of those like fine bristled brush. Those like 5,000. Oh my God. It's amazing. It feels so good. I had to get one because I brush my, my whole life. I've brushed my teeth so hard that like bigger <laughs> she brushes be, with yeah. bigger <laughs> you tell me to brush my teeth I'm gonna brush my teeth there's no way I'm getting this wrong so it's hard for me to feel like I'm not doing enough because mm-hmm. I'm I'm the person that goes hard at everything and make sure that you know if you say apply liberal liberally I'm gonna just put the whole bottle on because that's yeah. how that's how I work mm-hmm. I do stuff I don't like to to know that I'm not doing enough so in these situations that are very, very unquantifiable and so abstract, that also feels like a gigantic challenge because I don't know if I'm missing something, God mm-hmm. forbid, if I'm missing something and then I've just wasted the whole thing because I didn't do one thing right. Mm-hmm. Like I know that's not accurate, but that's how it right. feels. And so with this situation, I want to make sure I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because then I know that if it fails, it's not because I did something wrong. It's because I'm just broken. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that makes no sense either when I talk it out. But, you know. Well, it's good uh, to talk these things out so you can see that they actually don't make any sense. You're like, okay, well, maybe I don't need to run my whole life off this narrative that actually makes no sense. But, yeah, I mean, I definitely have compassion for that viewpoint. And I, I feel it. I, I've been there in certain instances and stuff. And I think a lot of the overachievers and perfectionists of the world can relate to that but it's like it's like what if there was no right or wrong way to do it right which sounds like a lie (laughs) immediately I'm like yeah right there's there's always a right way but but I know but you're right like the authentic part of me is like no of course there isn't a right or wrong way there's rarely a right or wrong way 
Yeah. And there's like literally no rule book for this life. People just try and say that there is so they can have control of you, but there actually isn't. We have, we have to put labels on things. Why? To feel safe and to feel like we're doing the right thing. But honestly, life is so abstract most of the time. And I have to trust, and this is, this, this is one of the other challenges. I have to trust that by the end of this experience, I will I will know that it has worked in one way or another. It will all come together, right? Right now, all the puzzle pieces are scattered. Some of them are on fire probably and just like broken. But like at the end of this, it'll the puzzle will come together and I'll be like, okay, yeah. I could not possibly see that at the time. But right. now on the other side, I understand how everything worked out. And that's how most things are. But I rarely put myself in a position to feel this way. And there's a reason. And so- it feels scattered. It feels disorganized. It feels, it feels like a waste of time right mm-hmm. now. It feels yeah. harder than it needs to be. And it feels like nothing's going to come of it. But most of the time, that's how it feels before it gets really good. And I can't help but think of childbirth. Call me cliche. That's the only other experience I've ever had where nothing feels right. And it feels like you're going to break. And it feels like everything's horrible. And how can this possibly end well? <laughs> and, then it, and then it does. And mm-hmm. your body heals and you, you feel somewhat yourself again and even better because now you have a baby and you have this new life and you did that. And it's just like, I can't help but, but, but make those two, uh, that, that connection because that is, that is the best way I can describe how it feels right now. That one moment when you feel like you cannot go forward one more step you cannot push anymore you're probably gonna die and then you don't and then everything's fine and then the sun comes out and um that's what I'm waiting for right yeah I think that's a good comparison because it's a very vulnerable moment to be in there to be sweating grunting pushing your body's like ripping open everyone's looking up into your private parts like how much more vulnerable can you get I don't think you can get much more vulnerable than that okay we already did that three times so (laughs) you should give yourself some credit you know how when you're like well you might not know but some people might you're like when you're young and you just get super drunk and you're puking everywhere, if you think about hugging a toilet in any other situation, you're like, oh my God, what? Ew. But if you have food poisoning even, or if you're super sick, that toilet is your best friend and you mm-hmm. will hug that toilet. You're going to be like <laughs> in that toilet. And and it's the same with child. You know what? I'm naked. You're seeing everything. I do not care. Get this thing out of me. Like at that moment, <laughs> you, you do not care. You do not care. Uh. But, but right now I, it's, that is the one thing that this is not like, because I very much care <laughs> and, and I kind of wish I didn't care so much. And I think that's the key, isn't it? Being vulnerable and just not caring about it. Well, I think okay. it's just shifting your care. Like, do you care more about looking put together? This is just an example. I'm not saying this is you, but like, for example, do you care more? Do you care more about looking put together or do you care more about feeling seen, validated, heard, understood? Like, what do you care more about? What's on the other side of vulnerability or what's on the the first side before you get to the vulnerability? And then you just try and live your life in alignment with where you have more care. So I like, I like the analogy where it started, but I'm going to, I'm going (laughs) to pivot it 
yeah, to, tweak to it. actually describe me more. So the first mm-hmm. one, do you care more about being seen as put together? I care deeply about that because mm-hmm. my livelihood depends on it to an extent. At least that's what I believe. Of course, that's probably not true. Mm-hmm. But the second one, instead of feeling authentic, uh, understood, I don't need to feel understood, to be honest with you, because I'm okay either way. What I do want out of this, though, is to feel genuine in and out of my office. Mm-hmm. I want to feel authentic all the time. And it's not to say I don't always, but I do hold back a lot. I do. Yeah. Which is a form of inauthenticity, even though people don't label it as that, right. They think if you're being inauthentic, you're lying, but even just like holding certain parts back and showing some is still like a form of inauthenticity. I would say by definition. And I, and and I agree. And I also want to say that there are times that I do not want to be an open book and I don't think anyone should be an open book all the time, but I want to be able to judge that from a place of, uh, um, Choice. Intuition, choice mm-hmm. versus fear of the consequences if I don't. Right. Or if I do. You know what I mean? I don't I don't want to be operating from fear. Yeah. My kids handle that for me. I don't need to be afraid of everything else. I can be <laughs> I'm afraid for them most of the time. And I don't want that to uh I don't want it to affect my parenting either. Because mm-hmm. gosh, if I could feel authentic and trusting and allowing. I feel like if I feel, if I'm able to be vulnerable and feel safe being vulnerable, I could feel safe in the universe so much more. I could feel Mm -hmm. safe allowing manifestations. I could feel safe. Gosh, if I'm able to do this much without being vulnerable, imagine what I'd be capable of if I was. And Mm -hmm. so I know that that will affect my parenting in a good way. If I'm able to do that, I know it will affect my business in a good way. I know it will affect my relationships, my friendships, my, my marriage for God's sakes. Like that's the beauty of inner work. Honestly, is you have no idea how good it can be in every area. And I'm saying that from a facilitator side. And I'm also saying that from someone who's actually going through it right now, I know for a fact that all of this is going to be beautiful. It's going to plant beautiful flowers in every area of my life. And that, that is what I want. I don't need to feel hurt. I don't need to feel understood. I want to feel like I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't mind how people take it. I would just want to feel how I can, but, but that I can. And I think that's, that's what we want to, that's what I want to go for. Yeah. And you're allowed to go for that and have that desire. And I think it's perfectly reasonable and attainable, just maybe not in five minutes. No. <laughs> you know, it just might take a little practice. It might take a little hour, but you'll get there. That's a good point. I never thought about me putting myself on a time limit before, but that is a good uh, explanation for why I get so frustrated immediately. Mm-hmm. If I feel a certain way, I'm like, oh, well, screw this. I can't do it. And then yeah. I just throw it out. But if like, you took no. the time aspect away from it, there would be less pressure. And I think you would blossom more naturally into your vulnerability. Because right now it's like, ooh, perfect visualization that's coming to me. Let's you are the flower, right? You have this flower. But instead of waiting for it to blossom naturally, you're trying to like rip the petals open. So you're like destroying it in the process. Like, I don't got time to wait for this flower to blossom. I'm just going to fucking open each petal manually. And then you like ruin the flower and you're like, damn it, this flower is ugly now and I can't put it back together. So it's like, okay, if we didn't have to rip the petals open, if we knew it was naturally going to open in time and it was going to be all perfect and beautiful and gorgeous, then we could just wait and watch the flower unfold instead of putting all the pressure on the flower to do it better and do it faster. I did put something about waiting. What did I say? 
something about just like, what am I supposed to do in the meantime until it works? <laughs> like, just everything you're doing now. Like just yeah, keep living yeah. your life. The thing, like the fact that you have this goal of experiencing more vulnerability and authenticity means you're on the way there. The only right. place where you're getting stuck is just the pressure and the forcing and the timeline and the perfection about it. But if you didn't have to do all that to it, it it'll happen naturally. It's already happening. Let's be honest, vitamins can be confusing, which is why I love Ritual. Ritual helps eliminate the confusion, and I believe them to be one of the most transparent and simple supplement companies out there. Their vitamins are non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free with no synthetic colors, and they're not the huge horse pill size ones that nobody likes to take. (laughs) They only put into the vitamin what's necessary so your body can absorb it all easily, and for kids, they even have a berry-flavored gummy. When you go on their website using the super special link I'm about to give you at the end of this read, you'll notice that there's only about eight multivitamin products and you just choose based on if you're a man or a woman and your age and if you're pregnant or not pregnant. Um, And then there's also vitamins for your kids too. So it's really easy to choose what you and your family need. Over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet and 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill these nutrient gaps and Rituals offering our listeners 10% off for their first three months. So you can visit ritual.com slash vibe in and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash vibe in. Okay. I'm going to backtrack real quick. Cause I know I just said, I don't care if anyone understands me, which is not how I meant it, but you know, it's just, it's more about me feeling comfortable doing it rather than how it's received. But right. that being said, I would love to hear anybody who knows what I'm talking about because I'm saying a lot of stuff on this episode that it would really help if people are like, I get it. Or, you know, I've been there or I'm going through it. I get it. I used to be allergic to my feelings. I know. Me and Kelsey, man. What did I do before I knew you? I have no idea. What was I I doing? Just go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Match made in heaven, I tell you. But yeah. um, Yeah. I think vulnerability is cool. And I don't think that you have to lose your masculinity in order to be vulnerable. I think you can have both and you will have both. That sounds great. Yeah. Because what if you could have live in my masculine, but I don't want to abandon. Well, it's a part of you. You should never abandon a part of you. It doesn't work. You know, you just got to embrace it all. So you've embraced and mastered the masculine. Woo. We did it thousand percent a plus 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 you mastered that one maybe now you're a little bored of that one try time to switch it up explore this other part i've never really tried being vulnerable i've never really seen where this got me you know it's a dance and a game of exploration we don't have to put all this pressure on it it could come from a place of curiosity like ooh, if i'm if i allow myself to share that truth or if i allow myself to hold back less or if i allow myself to do this thing that feels maybe uncomfortable but ultimately like a relief or a release then where would we end up you know it's a very different sponsoring energy to come from curiosity than to come from like the pressure yeah 
I ain't got time for curiosity. Just but, but <laughs> here honestly, we like, go with that time narrative. <laughs> that's what I really, I really need to. Um, you don't need to. You don't need to do anything. What would, you want? I would to love do. to. I would yes. love to come to terms with the time aspect. Ever since I was as as long as I can remember, I felt like I'm just running out of time. I drive mm-hmm. faster than I need to. Mm-hmm. I clean faster than I, I do everything fast. It's an anxious tendency. I don't. It is. And I don't, I just don't know how to slow down. I don't mm-hmm. know that it's safe to do that. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know. And that's very, very scary. So yeah. I think I, I would love to come to terms with how the time aspect is, is hurting me. I don't know. I don't know how to say it or just rather just know that there is time and space for it all. Well, you know, you know that you have this belief, you know, that you have this tendency And I feel like something that might be beneficial or helpful to remedy it would be to prove to yourself that it is okay to go slow. So like, where can you find moments in your day to go slower and then realize, oh, I didn't die. Oh, nothing bad happened. Oh, none of my kids died. You know, like, oh, I washed the dishes in like double the time. Like I did it slower, but nothing bad happened. And actually I feel more relaxed. You got to test it out in little places here and there. So you prove to yourself- it's okay to want to, to hurry up so that I can relax. Like that's the whole thing, isn't it? And I do that yes. in microcosms of my whole life. Exactly. If I hurry up and do my chores, then I can relax. If I hurry up and do this, then I can relax. Like that's, that's what I do. That's how mm-hmm. I live. I know. I'm saying, what if you tried a new way where you relaxed while it you sounds, did the chore? It sounds so boring though. But have you actually done it? You can't say it's boring until you've actually done it and it was boring. What I just go like a sloth? Picture <laughs> that, guys. Well, kind of. I mean, if there is any aspect where you feel like you might be able to slow down, like maybe the laundry folding instead of like trying to get it all together, be like, okay, I'm gonna place this here. I'm gonna take a deep breath. I'm gonna fold it here. I'm gonna put it here. I'm gonna put I it. I get in this that. Pile. I get that. But the toddler likes to mess up all the piles if you don't get it out of the way real quick. This is what so, I'm saying. Like. How do I brush my teeth if I'm working with Oreos here? Like, I feel like any kind of task with children is like brushing your teeth with Oreos. How well, we, what how about we, Abel? Do why, do, why do you have to do it all by yourself all the time? Well, I don't, I guess. You don't. You can ask now for you help. sound like him. Now you sound like Abel. You know, you don't have to do all this. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, I, I know you. You take on more than you actually need to because you're addicted to being busy and stressed. Not only not only more than I need to, I take on actually more than I can physically accomplish and then I get upset. Setting yourself <laughs> up for failure right from the start and then you're surprised when it doesn't work. <laughs> Don't worry, you're not alone. I'm sure there's so many people listening to this are like, fuck, I'm being personally victimized by Regina. I'm getting called out here. <laughs> <laughs> but you it's only it's from a place though. of love. And I feel like Lindsay, what's happening to you is all these people in your life are calling you out on this like vulnerability <laughs> piece because there's pieces inside of you that are calling you out on it and they're putting pressure yeah. on you. And then that just manifests as like other people around you putting pressure on you. So right. know that it's like an internal external mirror situation. It's not like we all need you to be more vulnerable. Like you're the one who needs you to be more vulnerable in, in the part that's like needing it now, like trying to rush right. the process. Um, but 
yeah, it's going to come. It's going to happen. You don't have to force it. And I think changing your relationship with time is really going to be the game, the game winner here. I think so. Improving your relationship with time, improving your relationship with being uncomfortable, improving your relationship with your own vulnerability. And you know all the thoughts that are getting in your way and all those beliefs. So just taking the time to question them even though you don't mm-hmm. have time, quote I, unquote. Well, I, I am I am questioning them. That's the thing. Is right. I am, I am and that's the first step. Noticing them that. is first step. Second step, questioning them. And then the next phase in that evolution is rewriting them. You know, do I want to keep subscribing to this? Or do I want to shift it or change it or soften it in a way that serves me better now? I need to start uh, remembering more. I said I need to. I'd like to start remembering more. <laughs> like that, you're um, such a fast learner. <laughs> that, well, this is what I say. This is like, I know this stuff. This is what mm-hmm. I say. I say this. I'm really good at saying it. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I'd like to, what was I going to say now? Oh, remember that everything is a choice. So my initial reaction is I don't have time. However, really what it is, is I'm choosing not to have time, which is true. Now, now don't, I can't abandon my kids. I can't make sure that my needs are met necessarily before theirs all the time. It's just not how it works, but there are moments when I could and I don't because I feel like I can't. Now that is obviously not true. Um, I wrote down, I cannot slow down. I don't know how. Now what I could say is I choose not to slow down, but I could if I wanted. <laughs> yeah, that's really different. That's taking your power it's back really for different. sure. <laughs> and then if I, I don't slow down, I know that it's a choice and I don't I don't feel bad about it if I know it's a choice. If I right. feel like I'm powerless. If you're consciously oh, choosing it, that's horrible. a different thing. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like I don't have a choice or that, that it's happening to me instead of for me, you know what I mean? I just, it feels so much worse. Whereas, I, you know, I choose not to slow down today and that's okay. It feels mm-hmm. so much more free. And then yeah. when I get sick of doing that, I can be like, you know what, maybe I'll slow down a little. <laughs> yeah, it's that transition. Everyone be trying to jump the Grand Canyon. Like that's not always the most self-loving way. You know, you got to ease yourself yeah. into this new way of living. It's going to take some practice going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of moments where you notice and then you feel like you're fucking up and then you choose again. That's the whole name of the game. As always, we definitely want to let you know about one of our favorite sponsors, which is BetterHelp. And BetterHelp is an online place where you can go to have professional therapy and counseling at a really affordable rate. BetterHelp has you take a little quiz. They match you with someone who is going to specialize in your goals, whether that's working through your anxiety or your depression, or if you have a certain goal in mind, or you just want to feel better overall, or maybe I know I used BetterHelp when I was going through or healing from a breakup, I should say. And you can never have too many resources and too many like support systems in your corner. You just can't do it. You can't go wrong with that. So that's why we love to recommend BetterHelp, especially because during these crazy times, I think it's nice for everyone to have a therapist on their side, <laughs> help you work through things, process things. And in under 48 hours, you can be communicating with your new counselor or therapist after you get matched up from taking the little quiz. And everyone on there is really knowledgeable, really professional, and 
let's say you get matched up with someone who you don't love, you can always switch professionals, which is really cool. And another great benefit to BetterHelp is that maybe in your area, you're limited to certain people who specialize in certain things, but BetterHelp is for people worldwide. So you're getting access to so many more resources than you could naturally have on your own in your city. So definitely check out BetterHelp. It is one of a kind and it is so helpful and very affordable. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit betterhelp.com slash vibin. That's better com slash V-I-B-I-N and join over the million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. We have a special offer for our High Vibinant listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash vibin. Once again, betterhelp.com slash V-I-B-I-N. We are all going through it. Mm-hmm. Every Even day. Lindsay goes through it, you guys. Can we get an amen? Amen. <laughs> and it, amen. what's good about this, what's good about this is I don't, um, normally, if, if a subject comes up that we talk about on the show, it's because I'm, I or you are feeling so horrible that we can't talk about anything else. But that's not the case in this scenario. Like, we could have talked about anything. I'm fine. I'm going to go about my day. I, I'm not in any kind of mood. I'm not feeling any type of way. I actually feel good about this discussion because A, I know it's needed for me and you guys listening. And B, I know that it's all part of the process. Now, it's not a coincidence that we had the guests we had on last episode. Uh-huh. Sure. Perfect not timing. a coincidence that I'm perfect time, like ridiculously perfect time. Um, and it's not a coincidence that I'm doing this group now. It's not a coincidence that I'm having discussions that I, that are way more open with my husband. He's very thankful for that (laughs) because of of the two of us, I'm the one that's like, oh, you know, sweep it under the, not necessarily sweep it under the rug, but just don't get too deep. Okay. Let's not get too deep with it. Um, I, I don't hold grudges. I forget, I forget things real, real quick. Enables all about like, well, let's problem solve. I'm like, well, it's fine. It's no big deal. It's fine. People, this happens. But like, now I'm just like, yeah, let's, let's figure it out. And I think he's very, very happy for that. Um, I think he's going to be like falling in love with you all over again when he sees your softer side. Cause he probably like never really has seen it for prolonged periods. You know, I'm sure there's been glimpses and moments of course, but I bet like his masculine is like dying for your like more softer feminine side to be expressed more because then he can be more in his masculine because there always has to be like that polarity there you know? has to be totally and that's what I was saying to him too when we I would say without you know airing too much but when we first knew each other when we were just friends like I was very much more I believe in my feminine because I didn't have a care in the world I was <laughs> going out having fun just having fun, being fun, right. And doing whatever I wanted. I still worked, you know, we were still responsible. I wasn't crazy, but I was having fun. If I wanted to go to Vegas, we lived in LA at the time. If we wanted to drive to Vegas, we would drive to Vegas. If we wanted to go to the most expensive restaurant, we would go, we would do things on a whim. And I do not have that ability anymore. And it's one of the things that I really liked about myself was that spontaneity. I just, I just don't have it because I feel like I can't have it because obviously there are things, you know, walking around telling me they want juice. And, and I, and and I know, and I know that I can bring more of that in, but I was 
different. Mm -hmm. I was different. I allowed him to be more in his masculine because I didn't need to be. And now I feel like that, that trigger that I had as a kid to, to just get through it and to survive and to do whatever you need to do has been triggered now that I have kids because keep them safe at all costs and make sure nothing happens and not be overprotective, but always be conscious. I think that's the best way to say it. Always be conscious of everything. <laughs> that's everything. a lot. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> at all times. What to so ask I, of I one don't person. Really, I haven't, I've, I've kind of, I've not exercised the feminine muscle in a while. And I think that uh, it, it happens to a lot of people, especially when they have kids, especially when they get married is they're the dynamic shifts. Well, and especially like in society and the whole feminist movement made it so that women feel like they have to do it all. More so than they they did before. Right. So now on top of being the perfect mom and the perfect wife, you also have to be great at owning your own business slash being an employee slash whatever it is. Like you have to be everything to everyone all the time. So there's a lot of pressure, not just in your own life, but I think on a societal scale at large too. So it makes sense that a lot of people fall into the trap of being everything to everyone all the time. But yeah, as you're probably realizing is not sustainable. And well, and if you're going to feel like, exactly. And if you feel like you're, you need to do that, or if you feel like you're able to do that, then you must, which is where I fell short. You must find time to be you for yourself. And I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that. Let's be honest. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. I was like, well, it's fine. I'm good. I'm good. Everybody my whole life has said that I'm normal. I have no issues. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And, and I believed it. And I do believe it. I don't believe I have anything crazy going on, which, you know, is I'm, I'm the weird one for that because in my whole family, both my parents, all my siblings are on some kind of, they needed help at some point. Let me just say through like uh, medications or counseling or therapy or all the, all that stuff. Right. Which is great. Yes, please do it. Please do it. But I stood alone in the fact that I didn't, you know, I have a successful marriage. I have a business. I'm the only one, by the way, I have happy children and all these things. And I feel like I'm holding on to what got me all of that stuff Mm, so tightly that I'm not allowing any more. I want it. But I, but I don't want it enough to get rid of what, what I've, what is, what I've coveted, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that it was, it was great to bring it up in the episode of just like, you can have both because that has been, that is so contradictory to what I've been thinking. I feel like I have to just abandon it all so that I can embrace this weird person that I don't know (laughs) that doesn't know me and probably, you know, is super strange. But, but I, I like the idea of, okay, you got, you mastered the masculine. That's great. Like Kelsey, perfect, perfect way to say that. Let's try this. Let's try this also. And let's integrate all of it because I think I really, truly want to believe that I can be both. Yeah, you are both. You just are spending more time in one than the other. It's not that you have to like transform and become this different thing. It's just living from a different aspect of you that's already there. I think too, that's an important realization. And earlier before, I think this was before we started recording, you were saying how you felt like, and you knew this like, isn't true, like truly how people mean it, but you feel like people are like attacking your masculine and almost saying like your masculine is wrong. Like it got you to this point, but it's not going to get you to the next point. And like, 
that part's just not the part. Like the vulnerability is like the thing that you need to focus on now. And like, that's not true either. Like your masculine isn't wrong. It was not, it's not, not needed at all. It's not like you have to replace it. And it's not like it was bad. Like we don't need to villainize that in order to embrace this, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what I need to remember is, yeah. I can be, I'm, everyone, everyone is both. Nobody comes here yeah. just masculine or just feminine. Everybody is both. Um, and I think the vulnerable side is more feminine for sure, but I don't know. I just, it's, it's not, I mean, come on. I am probably like the poster child for like masculine energy. I grew up with my dad. I have four brothers. I grew up around boys. I have three boys. It's like, where are the women? Oh, <laughs> <Like, laughs> you know like my my mom had had her own stuff going on she couldn't really she did her best let me just she did her best but like my dad was there he was there for me my brothers some of the best people I know it's like I have sisters too but they're so much older than me that I don't I mean they're great but I'm not really close with them I'm 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 just I feel like I came here predisposed to like embracing the masculine and thank goodness I did because I'd needed to. So Mm -hmm. you can understand why it feels so foreign. I don't know what I would do with a daughter. I have no idea. It would Mm -hmm. be great. I would, I would figure it out. I would love it. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I know how to break, not really that feminine of a person. You talk about girls night and I want to stay home. (laughs) That's just who I am. I don't, I just don't. So anyway, the point is it, it, naturally I'm understanding more that it's natural for me to have a, a, a familiarity with one more than the other because yeah I just it's what I learned it's what I was around and and I never needed to let's yeah. be honest <laughs> it makes sense to. that vulnerability would feel foreign when you haven't practiced it a lot or needed it or found a lot of use in it yet and it's okay for it to feel foreign and it's okay for that to be uncomfortable because I think a lot of times when we feel something that's foreign and we feel it uncomfortable we just automatically judge it or label it as oh this is wrong or this is bad or that means I shouldn't Mm -hmm. go down this path but it's like just because it's uncomfortable or foreign that doesn't mean it's wrong or bad because it's uncomfortable is is how I know that I need to because I know that that's one of the biggest challenges for me and the things and I know the difference between uh expansive fear and contracting actual fear right Mm -hmm. and this is this is definitely an expansive fear for sure it is a fear nonetheless and it's very uncomfortable but that in itself tells me okay your your higher wisdom knew what she was doing you're in this for a reason and just you know just go with the flow that that's the biggest problem for me is I need to go with the flow go with the flow and understand (laughs) that it's going to be messy I have a huge problem with letting it be messy Mm-hmm. I need it. What's to be wrong with mess? Very. It's messy. <laughs> right. But why is it wrong? Like, <laughs> messy, messy, messy. What do you make um, it mean about you if it's messy? I mean, it doesn't mean anything about me. I feel like if it's messy, I can't navigate it. Mm. And that feels, that feels hard. Overwhelming. It feels like if it's, if it's, yes, if it's messy, I'm going to get overwhelmed and it's, and I'm just going to throw it all out Mm -hmm. or I'm going to feel like it's none of it's getting in because I can't make sense of any, I cannot make sense of any of it. And it hurts my brain. So, Mm -hmm. uh, 
going with the flow, even if it's messy is, is the biggest thing for me right now. Did you, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, that was a good release. And oh. when you're more ready, you'll be more ready. You're going to be more and more ready yeah. incrementally. And it, you're going to open more and more incrementally. So there's no need to I force mean, it. There's the no proof. need to rush it. It's already happening, the, even just in this the hour. The proof is here. The proof is here, guys. I'm telling you the truth when I say I never, you would have never seen me do an episode ever. No, nope. ever, ever, ever. I, I tried. Have never done an episode like this. Never <laughs> happened. <laughs> I'd be like, Lindsay, I'm let's talk about crack like literally if Lindsay came to me with a problem, I'd be like, we should make a show out of this. This will help so many people. Cause sometimes like I'll let Lindsay do that with me. And I was like, are all my dirty laundry? Cause I'm less yeah, yeah. private than Lindsay, which is like, fine. We're different. It's fine. But it's just funny. Cause I'd be like, Lindsay, like I'll coach you about this on air. Like, it'll be great. Like it'll help so many people. And she'd be like, no. Or even like, if I'd be like, okay, let's do like a session later this week. And she'd be like, no. <laughs> Or she'd be like, I don't have time, I mean, or I'm too busy, or blah, blah, blah. And now here yeah, we are, and it's all like, happening. It would, <laughs> she, yeah, I just, it's no secret that it's a challenge for me, but it's a, it's a well, it's becoming a more welcome challenge for me. You're because just, I know that it needs to happen, and I feel good about it happening. I just don't want to go through it happening. Right. I just want to be on the end, which everyone can relate to. Let's yeah. just go to the end and just skip all the work and then have it come up again in a month. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> happy happen. that you're embracing your humanity and not acting like a robot. <laughs> can I please just be like a superhuman, like an alien or something that doesn't need um, to do all this? I don't know. What I come here for? You know what I mean? I'm at the age where I'm just like, what did I come here for if not to do this? I mean, <laughs> what are we doing? If you're a person, then you probably came here to be a person and do person things, people things. Now, I like, I always thought, you know, I came here to help people figure their stuff out. Mm-hmm. And I, and I know that, I know that that's true. But what is also true is I came here to figure myself out too. Well, like, you're a person. Out. So by <laughs> figuring out your own self and your own stuff, you're helping that person, which is you. Yeah. Yep. And it will translate into your work, helping other people. The other people. thing too, as a, is this is the last one, but I really, truly do love myself. I do. I like myself a lot. I think I'm great. I think I'm fantastic. And I bring so much to this world and to my family and everything. So when I hear that I need to change, it it's hard because I, I don't, I, I don't, that that's where it comes in. Like, I don't want to change because I don't know who that person is. I like who this is. I like this. And at the same time, I think because we're multifaceted people at the same time, I also feel like everyone needs to grow at some point, right? Like you can still be fine with who you are. You can love who you are and also want more and also want yeah. the next level and also want to be more authentic. Cause if I like this, how much am I going to like the next one? Not the next one, but the more the, <laughs> 3.0 the, version. Thank you. Yeah, the update. <laughs> yeah, the update. And we're not talking about iPhone updates because those suck. We're talking about life updates of yourself and your own programming <laughs> and your own those software suck. system. But yeah, and I don't think, I mean, at least me personally, I'm not asking you to change. No, I think no. like this whole season and this open invitation is asking you to change your approach. Yeah. Not to change yourself. Yeah. Yourself and, and is I fine. Just, 
just I your just, approach is frustrating you and causing you pain. So let's change the approach. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for saying that because I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of people maybe will echo my thoughts of like, why do I like myself? Why should I? Why should I do this? If if I like who I am, I don't know who that person is. But it's not about. And I like that you said this because it brings me to this. I, it's not about changing who you are. But if there's any part of your human experience that is on that is not working for you anymore, there is a way to 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 fix, to heal, to shift so that you do feel more in, a, in alignment with who you really are. And at the same time, everything else gets easier too. And I think that I needed that reminder and hopefully someone else did too. It's not about changing yourself. It's just about allowing your life to feel a little easier and a little bit more authentic. And if, if this is what I need to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because that's because you're a badass and because you care and you want to live your best life because you love yourself. You're making the appropriate changes to make your life yeah. better. Exactly. A freaking men. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, I think we should wrap it up there. I feel like that was so good. I'm so excited. I'm really proud of my best friend right now for having a vulnerable Yay. moment. And I am happy for all the little vulnerable chickpeas out there who are just going to blossom from having permission from this episode. <laughs> Look, if I can do it, everyone can do it. <laughs> I really, I, and I, I'm being totally serious. And Lindsay's right now. really stubborn. So if she can shift on this, I think it, I second that. Anyone can do I really, it. <laughs> I'm, I'm being totally serious right now. At one point recently in my life, I really thought, oh, I don't need to do any of this. That's fine. I don't need to do it. It's great. I'll help other people do it if they want to do it, but I don't need to do it. I really, really thought that like legit. I mean, probably deep, deep down, my soul self was like, <laughs> yeah, right. Good luck <laughs> with that. But, but, but I really, truly, and, and look, I can't, you can't escape it. You can try and God knows I did. And I probably will again. It's tiring and to it, escape it yourself it's for exhausting. that long. It's, it's like what we always say, you can either run from it and feel it for a long time, or you can really feel it for a little bit of time and process mm -hmm. it and release it and get to the, get to the next part. Like, let's go. I'm done. Let's go. Let's get to the light at the end of the tunnel because it's going to be great. And if I can do it, you can do it. And I'm doing it. Yay. For me. Yay. <laughs> She's doing it. Yeah. And if you guys need help doing it, hire a professional space folder, work with Lindsay, work with myself. God put us on this earth to help you through these things. We want Gosh, to. It's so much easier helping you guys than helping myself. I'm not even joking. <laughs> it is so much easier to help you help yourself than to help me help myself. <laughs> it's so That's much great. harder to do it for yourself. So, if you, which is why, honestly, which is why I joined an outside uh, uh, experience, an outside group experience, because I knew if I was just looking at it by myself for the rest of my life, it would never go anywhere. And mm -hmm. if any of you are feeling that way too, it is so natural to feel that way. There are people put on this earth to help you with exactly what you're going through right now. And if you feel called, you're never going to regret it. So if you feel yeah. called, if you feel ready, just, you know, do the damn thing. You got this. Yeah. We got you, this. Yeah. If you feel called, there's a lot of ways to work with Lindsay and I, there's a lot of different ways. They're not all 
really intense, really long, really expensive experiences. There, there's a lot of different ways to work with us through our books, through our programs, through our one-on-one coaching, through the retreats, like there's a million ways. So hop on lindsayrobinson.com, research how you can work with her, hop on kelseyayuda.com, research how you can work with me. If you guys are feeling called, because we really live to help all the different parts of us, AKA you guys through life to make it easier, to make it better, to make it more fun, to make it more pleasurable, more enjoyable. And we're all about the healing journey here. We're just, we're just all on it. We're all doing it. We're all helping each other through it. So that's, that's my invitation to you all. Love it. And I second that. And Kelsey's sweater is adorable. Where did you get it? Not to change the subject, but I've been staring at it this whole time. And I'm like, I really I love don't that remember. I'll think while we while we head over to the Patreon. But um, yeah, for anyone who's not on the Patreon, we're gonna go. Maybe I'll pull a couple cards for you guys on there on the extended version of this episode at patreon.com slash high vibe. And I want to announce that I just got back from my last retreat and I'm hosting another one in February. That's the next one on the books. So if you guys want to be in a group of like-minded women in paradise, doing healing work, getting massages, getting Reiki, sound healing, going in the ocean, all the fun things, then go to kelseyaida.com slash retreat to apply. Lindsay, do you have any announcements? I actually do. So not necessarily anything immediate, but all of my clients are being held off till 2022, but I do have some really, really great Black Friday deals coming up. So Ooh, if you're exciting. Ever, if you're thinking about joining the membership or doing the mindset detox program, don't wait until like mid-November. I think it's going to be announced. Uh, one of them is going to be announced in the first week of November. So within the next seven days. Um, and then the other, the other ones are going to come a little later in the month, but I'm excited about these. I've never kind of, I've never offered anything quite like this before. So I'm excited. Stay tuned. And you're going to get a lot of good stuff coming your way. Sounds like something you should subscribe to her email list for or follow you, her Kelsey. on Instagram for. <laughs> so go to lindsayrobinson.com. Make sure you're on her email list. Um, and yeah, if you guys are on. You need to just be my PR person. <laughs> I am your PR person right now. <laughs> so good at it. Yeah. Join the email list. so You get updated on all the stuff and uh, yeah, you look out for it. It's going to be really fun. Really yeah. good. We are here for you guys. We love you. Have a great week. Leave us a review. We haven't had any new reviews in a while, even though yeah. people always be texting me and messaging me that they love the show. And I'm like, well, where's your review? So y'all need to step it up in the review category. <laughs> how about how about the next 10 people that leave a review get, get something? Ooh, I like this game. The next 10 people who leave a review get... 10 people is a lot. We should do five. <laughs> Because I'm well, thinking I, I'll have books okay. to give away, but I won't have that many books because they only sent me a couple of copies, but I can give away some books. Do they have to be good reviews or can they leave a trash review and then still get a prize? I mean, just be honest. You can leave an honest review, but I would say don't leave an honest review if it's going to fucking suck. <laughs> well, here's here's what I would say. If someone's going to leave a crappy review, they're not going to want your book. Right. Why would they want to read my book? They'd be like this waste of paper. I'm going to burn it. (laughs) Whoever wants the book and wants to leave a review, uh, the next five people. So next five five people people to leave a review. How are we going to know how to contact them? 
you guys have to send us a screenshot either in Instagram. So at Kelsey Aida or at Lizzie Robinson or email the screenshot of your review to hi.vibin.it.show at Gmail. And then I will send you either my newest book coming out called Letters to the Universe, which is a manifestation journal, super fun. Or there's another one coming out called My Pocket Guide to Manifestation, which has like 98 manifesting exercises for everything you could ever want. So I will send you one of those two books if you leave us a review, if you're one of the next five people. Boom. I feel like I should give people something. What should I give them? A hypnosis. A hypnosis of your choice. How about that? Oh, yeah. From her shop. There's so many good ones in there. So you can go in and choose. Oh, my gosh. We are so generous. (laughs) <laughs> yay for generosity uh yeah spread the so wealth. let's just let's review one more time because i got confused with all that so the next five <laughs> people to leave a, a review an honest review on our apple podcast page yes. will get one of kelsey's books and an audio from me of yes. your choice yes okay. and, and i'll sign it patreon right now i'll oh, sign it for you guys sign so I then sign a digital audio but you'll be in my prayers <laughs> so then in like 20 years when whatever you'd be like oh my god this is one of the first editioned signed copies because I don't even have any first editions of my new books yet they're still like getting printed but then once they get printed they'll send me a couple copies and I will send them out to y'all very exciting fun cool all right guys we'll see you on the patreon have a wonderful week be more do one thing this week to be more vulnerable do something that's out of your comfort zone and i will do it as well we're in this together peeps thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our high vibe community make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe every week we're coming out with new content for you guys and you can also join our email list so lindsayrobinson.com kelseyaida.com we send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way And be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay Robinson and at Kelsey Aida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also, leave us a review if you guys love this episode or any of our episodes. Go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.